www.sabscast.com s a b s c a s t.com love and the revolution Thank you so much for listening to Sapscast. I have an artist. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we have Mr. Gabriel Spector on Sapscast at this time. Welcome to Sapscast. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So you're an artist, graffiti artist. First of all, tell us the concept or make us clear actually what is graffiti? You know, it has many explanations, but for me, I would say it's something it's about art that is outdoors it's public art it's art that's made for people and not just anyone it's art that's made for all people it's an inclusive art people when people think of art they think of galleries they think of you know stuffy sort of behavior they think of rich people but graffiti art is the opposite it's people it's art that's for the average person it's for everyone it doesn't discriminate you don't need money to see it because it's on your street it's outside it's it's everywhere in your life so it's also a tool for expression to have a voice who normally maybe aren't so good at talking but they're great at drawing or they're good at creating images and and creating expression so it has a very broad term but but it's really what it is is it's art that reaches every person art that is in the public sphere and reaches all people do you have to have the god gift inside you know to be a graffiti artist or you can learn later yes i mean you do you do not need any gift it's really a, a learn it's something that's learned um you know even myself i've been doing this for 20 years and when i first started I really was not very good. It's something I taught myself, learned slowly, you know, became a professional at it. What really matters about graffiti is your message, it's your idea. It's about doing something that can empower a community that can help the people around you. It's also just about creating messages, you know? So, for instance, upset about uh, some new development that's happening in your neighborhood and you feel that it's you know separating your neighborhood or it's causing too much dust or noise well that's something that you know you can voice that opinion outside in an environment in your neighborhood where you can people can see it and they can think oh i agree with that and you can start a movement this way so it, it really it comes from back when in the roman era when people disagreed with politicians and when they you know wanted to voice opinions about their political anger they would use graffiti so it's something that's been around for a long time what the difference is is today it's not just messages a lot of those messages are images also so they're things that aren't just in writing they're things that 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 can be a picture they're things that you know can make you just feel something they're not necessarily just about politics that they they're they're more about life and experience and positive messages so you have been doing the same work for the last 20 years mm-hmm. you said you're passionate about it always yeah tell us about the initial days how it started and how you started learning first it was just a way to sort of rebel i did it you know i was out on the street just putting up things and and really doing it as as a way to sort of be different and rebel against society but then as i started to work within it i saw that the power of it i saw that it wasn't so important um for me to just do it as a rebellion it was important because i actually had a message attached to it and that i could sort of 
you know, show people something or have something that they could really get an expression from, that they could get an experience from. So with that, I just started to go further and further in it because I loved that sort of dialogue that it created. I love that ability that that I could like do something and two years later I could meet someone and they and they would tell me about this story about this piece of art they saw on the street and what how it made them feel and I could say I did that actually and then they they wow that was you I said yeah that was me I did that and so you know it's just it's that it's sort of like a gift that you're giving every time you go somewhere and you know not everyone appreciates it but a lot of people do and, and it it actually affects a lot of people's lives and 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 it's amazing when you've been doing it as long as I have you hear these stories constantly about people telling you about these things they saw and sometimes it's your things so it's 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 a really just positive and and it's an encouraging art form when you know like for instance a lot of artists say in a gallery or museum yes they 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 can they can have you know an art critic tell them you know that it's good or you know they can be given money or something that you know makes them feel like that they've accomplished something but they never get the kind of feedback that that we get from the street and that we get from just the average person mm-hmm. and sometimes I'm painting stuff people just come up to me and and you know like I had a woman one time she's sitting there watching me work and she said I just missed three buses just so I could watch you you know she's just like she just wanted to see what I was doing and was so interested in it and she was just like she just came over to me and was just like, you know, it's just like I'm late for work and you know, I don't really know why, but I just yes, I walked out my door this morning. I saw you work in there and I just wanted to keep watching you because it just inspired me and I just, you know, I really enjoyed what you were doing. And you know, it's those kind of things that nobody else gets to experience that. Graffiti artists because we're out on the street, we're doing it with the people. It's that you always get that feedback, you know? You're involved with their lives. Even if it's just for a minute or two, you really feel that connection with them. Yeah. And what about money-making thing? How do you make money? At the beginning, it wasn't really a real career. I remember my brother actually it was funny uh, I was I went to see my cousin a couple years back and he was joking with me and he said when you know when you were young and doing this me and your brother used to talk about well, what the hell is he going to do you think he's going to make some money off of this like you know this is just a this is just a joke and then uh, lo and behold they both sort of ate their words and they're like wow I guess yeah I guess he did make money off of this so but to explain it further I mean, it the industry has evolved. So what it is is it became such a phenomenon that people started to appreciate it. So then you start to have collectors, people who are interested in it, and then you also have like, you know, for instance, the embassy is bringing me out to Nepal. So you have situations like that. You have I do like a lot of projects with municipalities with cities and stuff so they'll actually have proper projects with budgets and then you apply and then it's not you know sometimes you get chosen to do some of these these really big projects so it's become very it's not status quo but you know it's it's become a uh, part of our culture internationally people revere it all throughout the world and and it's it you know it's in places everywhere i mean it's here in nepal it's in you know uh San Paolo, Brazil, it's it's in Canada, it's in all over Europe, it's everywhere, you know. It's all over Asia. How it actually started for me, I basically 
just started to get grants from the government. So slowly, that was like the first step. They gave me like a small grant. And then from there, I was able to use that to get a bunch of other commissions. So each artist is different. Some artists, they sell paintings, you know, and that's how they do it. Some artists, um, you know, they're getting like uh, installations and then they're getting money from different companies and things like that. And then, you know, there's artists like myself. And basically, I'm working a lot with local organizations, different districts, cities, governments, all of these kind of things to to initiate the money to create it. And so my main objective is never to make money for myself. It's always to make money for more projects. So it's I you know, I'm not really interested. For me it's not about money. If I wanted money, I would be in another industry. Uh, you know, like banking or something. But I'm not interested in that, but the money is important because you can do more with it. So, you know, to paint a big wall, it costs a lot of, it, it's not free. So, you know, you have to think that there has to be an initial investment in that. So you basically just have to get people behind you so that you can start one and then do the next and then the next. And what I always do is whatever I made on the first one, I put it to the second one. And then you always sort of have, then they put the money from the first and the second to the third one. And then you always just keep it going like that so you know in some ways um we never know when our next meal is or we never know when our next job is but you have to have faith and you have to really you know it's like i said it's a labor it's it's about it's for people it's not it's not for the companies and government and all this for people so when you do that it's a sacrifice you choose to do but at least you can you know and, and in the past that was not there but now it is it's an industry you're able to work within it but yeah i mean i would encourage people to you know if, if they're interested in something like this i would say listen what you first need to do is find some like-minded individuals find a group of people that, that you can sort of work together. Because when you're doing that, you minimize the time you have to put into the projects. You minimize the budgets, because at first, you're not getting paid. You're actually using your own money to create these things. And especially, and I'm saying this in terms of, say, you live somewhere where there's not a community already. I live in New York City. There's a huge community already. So it's easier for me. But I'm talking about for individuals who maybe you know, live somewhere where they don't see a community, they don't really know how to start. I would say this, get a group together, find like-minded individuals and start to work together. And slowly what happens is you start to pay for it at the beginning. You're paying or you're putting out your own pocket. Maybe you're working another job as well. That's fine. But what happens is after a while, after you do one, two, three, people start to come up to you and then they say, they start to ask you, well, could you do it on my wall? So as soon as you have that, well, then you say, wait a second, oh, you want me to do this? Because, you know, at first you're asking people, you're like, hey, can I paint this? Can I do this? As soon as people start to be asking you, that's when you have to capitalize and say, okay, I'll do it, but we need this much of money, you know? We, you, so you figure out, how much you need to get paid, how much your materials are gonna cost, and you work it like that. Everywhere I go, I'm always trying to encourage people how to start this process. And that's that's some of my advice, is get a group together and, and just start to work together 
and then that way you know later on you can go on your own and separate but at first you always need that group because it helps and then you share each other's connections you share each other's uh skills and you're able to work you know and faster it's very effective yeah that's a great piece of advice i would say to many nepis around the globe yeah. they're listening to a conversation they're interested in this work but they they're so encouraged i guess thank you for your words for your experience and back to brooklyn bridge tell us about your childhood your family and the, your current life there i i had one of those childhoods i grew up in a lot of different places i moved all the time New York is the place that I've lived the longest in my life. So for me it's my home. As a child I moved so much that I'd never really fit in anywhere. I never had those friends from elementary school. Or, you know, it's just an exceptional place to live. I've I've just been blessed to to work there and have, you know, my family and friends there. One my favorite thing about it is I love traveling and leaving, but it's one of the best things is always coming home. You know, it's such a great feeling. And talking about Kathmandu and particularly Nepal, your first visit here? First time, yeah. Tell us about your experiences. Well, I was invited here by the US embassy. It's it's just been an exciting experience so far. You know, I've only been here a couple days, but just I I've really enjoyed it. I think everyone here has a lot of interest. They they seem uh, you know, very open to new cultures, very accepting to outsiders. It just felt such a good vibe. It's not like many other places. It, it, it's quite special. And Any particular place in your bucket list here in our country? What I try to do is I try to ask locals and I try to get locals to take me around because for me, you know, I don't want to just go where the tourists go. I want to go where where people are most interested in. I want to be part of people here are into. I want to eat the same foods. I want to experience the culture. So last question to you Gabriel. Are you on social media if people want to connect with you? Not on Facebook, but I do have an Instagram account and it's Gabriel Specter, G A B R I E L S P E C T E R, one word. Gabriel Specter, you can find me on Instagram and then you can shoot a shoot a message to me that way. Um also Saturday 8th we're doing festival with local artists, local musicians, we got skateboarding and it's just going to be fantastic. So, I don't actually know the location unfortunately. Uh maybe we can pop that in after, but uh I would encourage everyone to come because you can also meet me but you can also meet some of these amazing local artists and and they're just exceptional so um I think everyone if they have a chance come out and enjoy it. I can see Apar here. Apar, can you tell us about the location that he was telling us? Stop college Jawlakil. And timing? 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. Thank you so much. Thank you guys. Glad to be here. www.sabscast.com s a b s c a s t .com love and the revolution